This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We're estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven people who are killing it in life. They deserve to be celebrated, and on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and in between our interview episodes, we'll have Beauty School, where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars, and we'll be chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s, and learning more about one another, because that's what makes us more similar than different. Also, we're a lot of fun, and we have a super multicultural community, and we kind of think that you might too. So, why not talk about all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Plus, we'll be answering listener questions, so be sure to write us at truebeautybrokenpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, let's jump into the show. Oh, hey guys. Hey. It's Elizabeth. And Alex. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. Welcome. It's your listener letters. We got a, a review that says to stop with the goddamn accents. And to that, I say, so you're just so much fun at a party, aren't you? You're the goddamn life of a party. All your friends must love hanging out with you and all of the accents that you do and all of the fun that you bring to the party. Oh my God. It's your listener letters. <laughs> also, I think Elizabeth does a damn good English accent. Is it Cockney? Is it Australian? Who knows? It's just like in the middle. You know, I'm going to stop actually right now and say, because okay. I just realized where the joke of the accent comes is because, oh, I'm going to make this person feel real bad. It's fine. Why? It's because, and being a black woman who speaks proper English, my entire life people have asked me, oh, is that a, do you have an English accent? Are you British? And so I just started leaning into it, bitch. <laughs> started leaning right into it. Elizabeth responds, why, yes. Why, yes, I am British. I am from Gunna. England. <laughs> no, but that's the God, God's honest truth. Because I did start to wonder this. I was like, oh, my God, should I stop doing accents? And I was like, first of all, this is fun. We're trying to have fun, sir. Or ma'am. So if you're not here for fun, you probably shouldn't be listening to this show. But second of all... I don't think she'll listen again. That's great. I don't think so Fine. either. Anyway, so guys, sorry about the accents. I just think it's a lot of fun. That's where they come from. Welcome to your listener letters. We're super excited to jump in. So excited. I'm really excited for another reason besides even the fact that we have your listener letters. It's that we are finally launching our baddie beauty directory. It's for North America... Right now, it's just for North America. Just to Thank start you for saying that. small and more local. Yes. 
Doesn't mean we don't care about the other countries. Yes. We'd love to eventually get to them. Europe, we coming for you. Asia, we coming after you. But right now, you. we only have recommendations in New York, Look, so we're pretty I mean, far honestly, behind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we got we to work up to Maybe I've got two recommendations America. in California. That's you it. know what I mean? That's it. So, guys, we are finally launching our Baddie Beauty directory. I'm super excited. Essentially... We are taking submissions from you guys for the baddest. Right now, we're just going to start with brows and skincare because that's really what people are asking for the most. So you guys send us in. If you know a baddie who be slaying brows, you know that bitch that's got your face snatched. You know, you go see her. Everybody's like, girl, what you do? You know who she is. Tell us so we can tell the world because everybody needs to know about them. So how we're doing this. Super easy. You guys just need to go on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast, right in the little link in our bio, in our link tree, there's going to be a link for the guide. Just click on it. Fill that bitch out. Yeah. <laughs> just a few <laughs> questions that we need from you guys. Um, also, we, of course, are going to do our own research based on the entries. So yes. They're going to be vetted. Yeah, like we're going to vet it. <laughs> don't think that like we're just taking these entries and not doing any research. Of course, we're going to yes. research and yes. only include in the actual guide who we think Yes. Should be in there. I mean, but I'm going to be 100%. The people that you guys have been sending us, like the little bit of people mm -hmm. that we've been seeing, like, yes, they, they're incredible. They should be on the list. And so we're really just trying to compile the people that we can send you guys to because it was never our goal to be the one and only two people yeah. that can ever touch brows or skin. Also, That's ridiculous. No matter where you live, we want these entries yes. you could be in the tiniest little town in the middle of the country and someone else there also needs to know yes who the fuck to go to to get their brows done honestly so, so yeah i'm dude i'm so excited i'm so excited i can't wait this has kind of been the dream since like episode 12 or something ridiculously mm -hmm. far back so please send us in your entries hit us up at true beauty brooklyn podcast on the gram and yeah link in our bio let's get it popping I'm so excited. I'm so excited, too. Um, what else? What else do you want to tell the peoples? You did a little... Sorry, guys. Footage. Never again. I don't like it. <laughs> Any other news? Um, I think that that's it. I mean, there's merch. <gasps> don't forget about the merch. Our merch is sick. It's really cute. I've been putting together mad outfits. She really has. I've been slacking. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to keep posting them on the gram. I'm putting together, you know, outfits with my fanny pack, outfits with my crop top, outfits with my t-shirt. Also, you guys really liked that weird-ass video we posted on Instagram <laughs> you guys, where Elizabeth was dancing with what? her merch on and I was just in the back Waving doing some weird leg motion. It was so good. Somehow that video got like 1,200 views. Yeah, and a lot I'll of likes. Take it. Uh, we'll, lot bring, of likes. we'll bring you more. We'll bring you. There's more of that. I kind of hurt my more. knees when I was doing <laughs> Old lady upside down crab walk. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that feels weird. So maybe I'll do some other dances. Yeah, we got to get some dances going. But send us pictures of you and your merch. Check <gasps> yeah. it out. Um, I think water bottles are probably like the most universal. Who doesn't need a water bottle? Mm -hmm. If there's anything we're yelling at y'all bitches about, it's drinking more water. Yeah. So. <laughs> get yourself a True Beauty Broken Podcast water bottle. Yeah. They're really cute. And hydrate yourself. Mm -hmm. And okay, let's jump into your list center letters guys hi guys hi okay so so the first question okay this question made me feel so many different feelings yes this Are is one you? of the first questions that we got ever after we um, were announced on exactly right and it was very exciting yeah. 
Okay, this is from Alana. And Alana writes, um, the subject is skin question. And she writes, I have an issue with my face that has humiliated me for 20 years. And approaching middle age and trying to get my groove back, I'm wondering if getting an answer would help my broken self-esteem. Come on, girl. Let's get your groove back. We got you. Like Stella. Yeah. Alana. Got but Alana. Alana, we're getting your groove back, girl. We got you. My husband cheated on me with a much younger woman. I was 34 at the time. She was 24. And ever since, I look in the mirror and my flaws are magnified because I'm not enough. My biggest issue is I made the wretched mistake at 16 of shaving my face. I never knew how to fix it, and now after 20 years of daily shaving, I have a healthy crop of coarse hair and also mauled, angry skin from the constant shaving. What do I do? I can't let it grow. I wouldn't be able to live with even my family seeing this. I just have no idea how to fix this. Help. Alana, first of all, the first thing to say is that you are enough. Because I heard you say that you feel like you're not enough. Whether you're with them or not anymore, you're enough. Yeah. Right? So that's number one. I, I am sorry that you have this really broken self-esteem, but we can at least help with the skin part. We can help with the skin part, exactly. I guess the first thing to say is that, number one, if you haven't already, you know, spoken to somebody about this, it's worth mentioning that, like, definitely I would look into therapy. We don't know if you're still with this guy. We don't know if you guys have, like, worked through this problem, but obviously it's affecting you in a way that, like, you're feeling really crappy about yourself, which sucks. Yeah. But first... Get, you got to get your mental mind right. You got to talk to somebody. You've got to work through this problem because I think that that's the first issue. Yo, skins we can work on though, girl. You, yeah. Alex, and I can give you some uh, advice towards that. And maybe your skin looking and feeling better will amp you up a little bit. Yeah. To want to work on the mental part more. Totally. So, of course, and I feel like I say this with every question that someone asks, I don't, you don't, didn't send us photos, so I'm not sure exactly what your skin and your facial hair looks like. Um, I guess Elizabeth and I are wondering if, this was hair that was just like fine baby hair, but you were just like 16 and hated it. So you started shaving it and right. now it's gotten a little more dense. Mm -hmm. Or was this always like really coarse hair and maybe there's a hormonal imbalance perhaps? Or is it genetic? Yeah. Is it genetic? Is it a hormonal imbalance? But even if it isn't a hormonal imbalance, we see a lot of women that have like whiskers, right? Like their grandmother had whiskers, their mom had whiskers. And when we say whiskers, we mean like those sort of coarse, thick, like chin hairs that kind of like pop out of like a mole or sometimes they just pop out of your chin. Mm -hmm. And we see tons of women that have this. Um, oftentimes, the women that I see anyway, like they'll pick at their skin because they're kind of, it becomes like a nervous twitch. Like they'll pick at their pick, trying to pull the hair out. But then if, whether you get the hair out or not, sometimes it's, you know, becomes ingrown and then they get um, ingrown hairs and they're kind of picking at that. And it just becomes like this sort of cycle of a hot mess. So that's one of the questions that we're wondering is, is this something that's, like, genetic, that, like, maybe your mom had, that your grandma had, that is just, like, part of your life that we can, like, figure out how to work with your life? Or is this something that, you know, you kind of just started shaving because it was, like, vellus hair and it wasn't really that serious and maybe now, like, your skin is a mess, but, like, the hair was never an issue, right? right. So we're going to give you answers to both, I think. Yeah. So one thing that I've been working on with some of my clients, some of my girls who were, like, the former their mom had whiskers, grandma had whiskers. It's just something they've always had, but they have curly hair. So when it comes out of the follicle, it can, you know, twirl and curl and it can become ingrown. So I've been working with these girls and doing chemical peels in between um, hair removal treatments. So I'll have them come in one week or once a month, excuse me, and we'll do like a chemical peel because sometimes if it's an ingrown hair, 
you know, the hair kind of just needs to become loose. And because, like, you keep picking at it, you keep scratching at it, it starts to become, like, thick and annoying and ugly and also hyperpigmented. Mm-hmm. And then you get, like, the tweezers and you really start to dig in down there and you're just kind of, like, perpetuating the mess. So instead of doing that... Let's do a couple of rounds of a chemical peel and try and get that hair to come out on its own. And then once it's out on its own, we can deal with it. Like, we can either wax it, we can tweeze it out if we need to do that. Alex made a really great point, which was laser on the face. I I would, again, I don't know what this hair looks like, but if it is very dense and it's very dark, I'm not sure what your skin color is. If you have dark skin... Laser is a little hard, a little trickier. But if your skin is on the lighter side and your hair is on the darker side, laser hair removal, although pricey, would be a great bet. Even better for the removal of permanent re- removal of hair on the face is electrolysis. Yes. It's a yes. little more of an old school method of hair removal. But for um, hair on the face, it's usually great. It yeah. uses heat basically to like break down the follicles of the hair Mm -hmm. they do each hair at a time so it's a lot yes um but i would do a permanent form of hair removal if this is something that you've been shaving for 20 20 years years, girl yeah you don't need that and it's ruining your skin as you said it's like fucking with your skin when the issue is the hair yeah yeah so that would be my advice i know that that's not so easy i don't know where you live i don't you know we we don't know your economic situation laser is pricey as alex said totally i mean we live in new york city where it's so saturated that it's actually not that pricey because everyone has a deal. Yeah. So if you live in a major metropolitan area, look for a deal. Um, if money is an issue, especially like laser or electrolysis, I mean, you'll... And then maybe after you do that and you get rid of the hair, then you can like we then can focus move on, on the to the peels because to kind of heal your skin up totally. from I don't the think, Yeah, I don't think the issue is like the skin. The issue is the hairs. Mm-hmm. We need to get rid of these hairs and then your skin can start to heal. But like... And also, girl, we need to get your mental health situated because something like Alex and I've been talking about a lot recently I made the joke of like I'm paying all this fucking money just on my mental health like what the fuck and she's like girl that's an investment I'm like legit legit I've been thinking about that for weeks because she's right as much money as it costs that shit is an investment in your life in like the happiness of your life invest in yourself so that you can be the best version of yourself it is a hundred percent worth it a hundred percent yeah and I imagine if you are still married to this guy there's so many not just your appearance that you're upset by i'm sure there's so much that you need to talk about and if you haven't really been able to talk to a professional yeah how else i mean i wouldn't be able to get over that no it's too much i would need to talk it through for sure and your girlfriends are sick of it i don't know you girl but i know your girlfriends are sick of hearing about it i'm sure they're like leave his ass exactly they're just like look make a decision and you (laughs) therapist doesn't make you make a decision it just helps you like work through it if you are still with it we don't know if you're with them if you left them what have you but regardless it's not about him it's about you and it's about you being the best version of yourself and you working on yourself because you deserve it you deserve happiness we all fucking deserve happiness definitely do and it starts with like you know your mental health for sure you definitely do and i'm really excited for you if you were on if you were unaware of laser electrolysis being an option yeah options electrolysis especially if it's like whiskers like we're talking about oftentimes when it's whiskers it's like a, a couple of hairs at most maybe 20 at most usually we're talking like five or six right Mm -hmm. so five or six hairs even if it's 20 electrolysis like they can it's easy to see it's not like you're doing a whole leg where it's like every follicle right if it's just a couple of whiskers that are really bumming you out and maybe you don't know because like you said you i don't know she says a healthy crop of coarse hair but we're also very hard on ourselves so exactly that's what i'm saying yeah if she has a full beard or yeah it is just and if it is a full beard look you could you should talk to your doctor see if it's a hormonal balance which is what alex opened up with saying 
And, you know, there's definitely ways to work through this. I think the thing, the problem, first of all, first and foremost, is the hair. And then from there, we can work on your skin. But there's a lot of options I think we just gave for for some healthy hair removal. Yeah. And if you're ever feeling down, just listen to us because our voices will make you so happy. <laughs> I don't think that you made that as a joke, but, you know. Maybe no, I did. Well. I did. <laughs> All right. I hope that helps. You know our annoying laughs. Yeah. Guffaw. <laughs> guffaw. I love a guffaw. Um, okay. Thank you, Alana, for writing that Alana, in. Alana, you're the greatest girl. Thank you so much for writing us in. You hope really touched us, honestly. Like, you really you really touched our hearts, and we hope that we can help you. I wish I did back. laser or electrolysis. I'd be like, get your ass over here. I'll do okay. free. I know. The other thing that I do want to mention really, really quick is that I did have a... I, I'm sure I've mentioned her before, but I have a client who's, like, a New York City gal. Hilarious. The bomb. She's so funny. But she said to me before, like, look, when I was 12, my mom took me to get laser hair removal for my mustache and it wasn't a vanity thing it was a self-esteem thing i'm italian i'm dark-haired i'm fair-skinned i had a fucking full mustache at 12 years old and so my mom took me to get that shit lasered off and like kudos to her mom but like don't think that you're the only person that deals with this like women deal with this all the time it's just a matter of like figuring out how to handle it and say you're 2021 girl be in the future there's so many ways you can get your skin right hey get your hair removed and then get your skin right. Yeah, then we're going to soothe that skin. Soothe the skins. Okay. Okay. Who's next? Next in the um, first comes love. Love yourself. Yeah. So this is a very recent um, email that we received mm-hmm. um, from Katie. And Katie writes with the subject line, body dysmorphia. I, I love this. Them. I love this email. I saw I this know. email come in and I immediately wrote to Alex. And I was like, did you... Did you see this email? <laughs> we need to answer this. And will you read it first, then we'll go into okay. everything else. Katie says, hi. Hey, Katie. Love what you ladies are doing. I'm a high school English teacher in Oakland, California. I am white, but nearly all of my students are people of color. I have the honor of teaching and learning from these brilliant, beautiful, creative, resilient young adults every day. Though I work about 60 hours a week and make about a third of what my husband makes, I love my job. I'm grateful for your husband. Yes, so that you can continue doing your passion. Yes. Because it's hard out here, girl, without no money. Yep. Last year, I assigned my students a narrative essay. Basically, this is an essay you write about yourself and an experience you've gone through. A lot of students wrote about how self-conscious they were about their appearances. I received essays about how they were too fat, too skinny, too short, too tall, too dark, too light, etc. It was heartbreaking to read these gorgeous students who I love describe how they hated themselves. At the same time, I 100% understand where they're coming from. I've had bad acne since I was nine years old. I've tried everything for it. I've been to multiple dermatologists. I've tried prescription meds, over-the-counter stuff, proactive, which doesn't do jack shit. Incredibly intense stuff called Accutane, which will fuck up your skin. That shit will fuck up your whole body. Your whole body. Your entire body. Diet changes, homemade remedies, etc. You name it, I've probably tried it. I believe you. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I was always told it would go away once I was an adult. Well, I'm 28 and the acne is still here. You're so young. You're married? (laughs) I guess that's not that I got married at 29. It's not that young. (laughs) Using a unique combination of different products, the acne is currently as under control as it's ever been. Oh, congratulations. Yay. I'm curious to know uh, what that regimen is. Yeah, you better tell us, girl. Tell us the secrets. Are you hiding it from us? It's incredibly difficult for me to leave the house without some kind of makeup on. I was bullied in school for my acne, and my mom always mentioned it. She was trying Mm. to help fix it, but just made me more self-conscious. Yeah. 
We always talk about, like, even when you try to be a good parent, you fuck up you, your kids Yeah, there's no way. fucking pamphlet, dude. There's no pamphlet. You're just, we're all just doing our fucking best. I'm not a parent, but we're all in this life just trying to do our fucking best. But that's all stuff in the far past, and mm-hmm. yet I still hate my skin. I know it's a form of body dysmorphia because I can look at my face and be horrified of it, and my husbands and friends can look at the exact same face and see nothing wrong because mm-hmm. I love you, girl. Yeah. I'm going to cry. No, that's okay. Don't cry. I mean, you can cry a little bit. We just feel this. I want to be a good yeah. role model for my students and teach them to love themselves. But it's hard when I hate my skin so much. Do you have any recommendations on how to live with and heal from body dysmorphia? Thanks, Katie. Katie, Katie I love this letter. I already said that. I know. But I really... <laughs> she just wanted to let you know, okay? No, I did. I really did. This was very touching in so many different ways. One is thank you so much for putting so much effort so into... Open. Yeah, for being so open and... You know, really caring about your kids enough to really, like, look into yourself and take the um, assignment that you gave them seriously into heart and to think about how you would answer the same question. You know, self, uh, self-consciousness self is difficult, right? Self-awareness is very difficult. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple of different answers, Katie. You really made us – I've been thinking about you, girl, for, like, 48 hours. We both hours. have. We both have been thinking about you for 48 and hours. And we can both relate to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know? Yeah, in a bunch of different ways. So I've got a couple of different things to say to you. One is in the words of one of the greatest characters maybe on TV in recent history, Alexis Rose, nobody fucking cares. <laughs> so that's one thing. It's like – I know that body dysmorphia is not about the outside world looking at you. It's about how you view yourself. But one thing to know is that everybody's fucking worried about their own fucking pimples, their own fucking lives, their own problems to worry about what's going on with you. (laughs) That sounds terrible. But it's more so just like to realize it's more so I say that to make you feel more I guess a part of this crazy human race, right? Is like we're all self-conscious. We're all worried about ourselves. We're all worried about different things. And so you're not alone in this feeling, I suppose. It's like you're not alone in feeling self-conscious. That's number one. And as you can see through your students, you said the same thing. I think number two is that in saying that, I have for sure dealt with body dysmorphia. I continue to deal with body dysmorphia. I think it's kind of hard to as a woman in America not to deal with that. But... I was thinking about like my own journey and like how I came to love myself so much and to not overcome body dysmorphia, but to be able to see myself for the truth, right? And one of the ways, I guess I should preface this, is I thought this, what I'm about to tell you, and then I thought, okay, that's really dumb. I'm not a therapist. What the fuck do I know to give this girl this advice? But I heard actually an author give this very same advice. And this author is uh, Ashley C. Ford. I heard her on Fresh Air over the weekend. She has a new memoir out called, I think it's uh, called Somebody's Daughter. And she describes being sexually abused, dealing with body dysmorphia, and having to, you know, love herself and how she came to, like, love herself and love her body. And one of the ways that she did this, which is one of the same ways that I did this, was by taking pictures of herself. So I... I've mentioned this before. A couple of years ago, I realized that I could become, uh, my business would be better if I could become a better portrait photographer because I work on the face. I work on skin. I work on brows. I work on lashes. So if I could make my clients feel as beautiful in front of the camera as I see them and take a gorgeous picture, my work would sell itself. So in that, I started to, I took a course on portrait photography and I had to learn to take pictures of myself. So I had to look at myself. I had to stare at myself in so many different ways and Doing that was one of the best things that I could have done because, you know, when I was younger, I I was always very, very heavy. 
And as I changed my, like, as I became older and I changed my outer appearance to reflect who I thought that I was in losing weight, you know, finding the right hairstylist, getting my brows under control, getting my skin under control, all of these things, like, I changed, but I still saw the same person in the mirror. And it was only that other people were like, well, you're so beautiful. Oh, my God, Elizabeth, you look so great. So, like, I knew... People say that I'm good looking, so it must be true. So I want to see what they see. And in taking photographs of myself, I didn't just see what was reflected back into myself in the mirror. I saw different, just different subtleties that I'd never seen before. I saw like my skin in a way that I hadn't seen before. I saw like the light bounce off my face in a way that I hadn't seen before. And I learned to love myself because I would just look at myself. And I know that sounds so like vain. But I think that a lot of body dysmorphia comes because you don't look at yourself in the mirror. You have a memory of who you used to be, of the person that you used to see. And so that's what you see when you look in the mirror. And you need to change that. You need to start to see the true you, who you are. And even, girl, if still you look at your skin and you're like, I don't like what this is, you got to find something else that you love about yourself. You have to find, yeah. God, I'm going to get emotional. You have to find something yeah. else that you think is beautiful. Like, there's got to be something. Like, the curl of your hair, the way your clavicle is. Like, I don't know, girl. I love my, like, my little, why am I wearing, like, <laughs> off-the-shoulder shorts? Not today. But, like, I love my clavicle. Like, there's got to be something that you love about yourself. And I think that just by being vulnerable with nobody but yourself and the self-timer is how you can start to, like, start on that journey. I will say I can relate because I dealt with bad hormonal acne in my early 20s. I can't relate in the sense that I've dealt with it my whole life. But because of that and because of some scarring that I have or had, I always wore face makeup, always had foundation on. This pandemic is what got me to stop wearing makeup because I wasn't doing anything and I was unemployed for like four or five months. But even now that the mask mandate in New York City has been lifted, I don't wear any makeup. I'm wearing some tinted moisturizer right now for you fucking people. <laughs> so that I can just feel like put together. Yeah. Um, and some bronzer. But exactly what Elizabeth said, I started seeing things that I liked about myself and I didn't really focus on the negative parts of my skin anymore. I decided that I really like my arms and it shows all the yoga I've done for the last like 12 years. Love that. I decided that I even like how my toes look without polish. Oh, I love that. Just like weird little things. Yeah. But I mean, it's taken so many years of like not liking my body, not liking my face, my skin, all of these things, hating that I'm short. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think that... Elizabeth's advice is perfect that you just have to find something, you know? Yes. Maybe also, your husband no. can help you. He loved you enough to be legally binded to right? your ass. Ask him, what so. do you love about me? When you look at me and you see, I've done this before. <laughs> like, I'm like, why do you love me? <laughs> no, but honestly, like, what is it that you love about me? And maybe you can start to see that. Maybe it's something that you didn't even realize. Like, yeah. oh, shit, he's right. Like, I do do that. Or I do have that. And I never noticed it before. Men are not always the best at answering questions like that. So don't make that, like, make you divorce him if he doesn't <laughs> give you great answers. But I yeah. think that maybe that could help you a little bit. It's someone who knows you really well. Totally. Totally. You know? And like a bad answer. For, here's an example. And it's funny because I actually heard this before. Like Penelope Cruz said this before. But I remember Kevin recently was like looking at my legs and he's like, oh, my God, look at your tiger stripes. And he was talking about my stretch marks. And that's fine. Oh, yeah. Kyle asked me why I had those. I guess because no, men don't really get them. No, that's a worse way of asking the same question. <laughs> he, he asked what they were. Yes. 
But I kind of liked, I, I knew that <laughs> where they meant, I knew that they were fucking stretch marks. I know where the fuck this came from. And in terms of like what Alex is saying, if he doesn't give you like the best a- answer back, like I knew that what he was saying was like, bitch, you got stretch marks. But what he was really saying was like, oh, honey, look how, I like this about you. What is that? And like, we know that bitch is stretch marks, but like they yeah. were trying to say nice things. Like, what is that? What the fuck is that? Um, and <laughs> you know, I don't know. I just think that you're fantastic. Kyle, I think, thought they were scars. Oh. Because he has a lot of scars from, like, always falling from skateboarding. And I was like, yeah, they're scars from when I was going through puberty and gained, like, 45 pounds out of nowhere. No. That's that's serious. (laughs) I like that. Those are scars. You're right. From (laughs) (laughs) From my skin stretching like a motherfucker. Yeah, but you know what? That's a memory. I like that. It's kind of like the the rings in the trees. You know what I mean? It's like each year tells something different. So I don't hate that. I think also being on social media, if you're on social media a lot, it, yes. maybe you need a little break because there's yes. so much just unreal, so many unrealistic expectations yes. that so I still catch myself. I'm yeah. like, I'm 33. Why do I care? Yeah, honestly. But I just think that everybody is so wrapped. Oh, here's the other thing. The other thing Excuse is me. like, sorry, no, because I, I had another point that I wanted to make. Is sometimes Okay. I will still, like I said before, look in the mirror and be like, why do I feel like I look fat? right like I look fat and I need to talk to my like talk myself off the ledge just be like girl mm-hmm. you are a size two these pants are a size two you are lying to yourself whatever you think right now can't be the truth because look at all of this uh, evidence to say otherwise and so sometimes like with body dysmorphia it's like you have to trick yourself you have to be like girl that can't be true because of x y and z I can't be so disgusting because look at all these people who love me and tell me that's otherwise and it's like yes it's talking yourself off a ledge but you lie to you Bitch, we all lie to ourselves. The people Mm -hmm. who love you the most, and Alex said it perfectly, is surrounding yourself by people who love you and love you as you and who can tell you all the great things about yourself so that even if in that moment you don't believe them, you can start to believe them eventually because they have to be true. And maybe this is something you could teach to your students. Girl, yes. Because I wish I had felt, I mean, I think it's nearly impossible as a teenager to have great Mm self-esteem. I think it just, like, comes with the territory. It comes with wisdom and age. Yeah. But But it would have been really nice to have someone say these things. Yeah, I agree. To me. I think I agree. And they probably love you. You're young and cool. You're, like, 28. 100%. And you care enough, girl. You care enough to, like, write into a fucking podcast. Are you kidding me? Yeah. (laughs) Like, they they must love you. So in class, be like, so there's this great podcast. (laughs) No. I feel like... No. They're going to learn the word schlong, among right. other don't things. Tell them don't tell them. Don't tell them. Um, okay, we're about to be out of time we here. So thank Thanks you so for much in. for writing us in. I hope, hope this helped. Help. Please write us and let us know if this was good advice, if it was bad advice, whatever. And let we, us know yes. what regimen finally helped. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Tell, tell us the secrets. Tell us the secrets. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm curious. Okay, we love you. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. So those were our love questions. Self-love. Those are our self-love questions. Now we're moving on. Marriage. marriage. Okay. This First is of all, from... wait, before we even start, these people don't know that you don't know about the fucking Princess Bride. I do, but I haven't seen it since I was a kid. She doesn't think that it's the shit, so drop us a heart if you I mean, disagree. Maybe don't <laughs> listen to me, because also my favorite movies are Now and Then and Clueless. Oh my god. And Step Brothers. And Step Brothers, because we're okay. Step Brothers. Okay, let's, let's do it. Okay, this is from Haley, and Haley, Haley says... New listener needs help with her wedding. Tell us, girl. She says, hi. I heard y'all for the first time when MFM... I'm, I'm not good at saying y'all, because it's like not something I grew up saying, but I feel like I said that nicely right there. You did a great job, y'all. I'm going to say it again. Brooklyn, just like, you know, work it into your vocabulary. Oh, see, I assume she was doing it in a more Southern way, because she she's from North Carolina. Brooklyn. It's all good, girl. It's all the same. You know what I mean? Okay. The great migration. Wait, let's see if I could do it again. Do it. I heard y'all for the, fr- oh, for the first time when MFM put one of your pods on maybe episodes on and i fell in love with y'all and this concept thanks baby i've only listened to like three pods oh that is just a term i guess pods yeah yeah (laughs) i thought it's episodes but sure so don't come for me if you've covered this we're coming for you before but i'm getting married next may and i want to start doing treatments but don't know a what timeline to start them Mm -hmm. and b where to go obviously y'all can't see my skin so you don't know what's best for me but like chemical peels hydrofacials do you have a trusted esthetician in or around charlotte north carolina i can talk to i just don't want to be given the runaround with products and treatments that i don't need you smart girl i'm sorry this was too broad but i feel like i'm overcompensating with a thousand products and just need someone to tell me what to do love y'all can't wait to keep listening p.s charlotte north carolina has basements (laughs) LOL. Oh. <laughs> I am obsessed with you. That I is never, funny. I didn't even hear that part that the first time I read that through. Same. Thank you so I'm much. I'm so, so glad that I didn't. Pass the Mason Diction. Diction line. Pass the Mason Diction line. There are basements. There are basements. All right, guys. Somebody else got to chime in. Pass Minnesota. <gasps> are there basements? But that sounds like there's a lot. Are there a lot of hurricanes in North Carolina? Yes. So is that bad? Are your basements just flooded all the time? Okay. Anyway. Anyway, so. That's for another episode where we talk about flooding. Uh, <laughs> okay, these are, this is a great, is a great question. question. Yes, I agree. Um, we haven't answered this before, and this is a great, great question. What else did I want to say to her? Something great. Um, Something great. What timeline? Where to go? Oh, one is I like that you're like, don't bullshit me. Girl, you're one of us. 
That's number one. I get it. You don't want the runaround. You're using a shit ton of products. You don't need someone to just be like, use all these products. Yes. So number one, as to your question. Oh, that was funny. I like that you think that we know so many estheticians that were like, oh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, we know Betty down there. Also, that she's British. And that we're British. (laughs) That we're British, too. So one... We are like T minus three hours away from launching our directory. Yeah, <laughs> we're very our beauty excited. directory. Our beauty directory, in which hopefully we'll very soon have this answer for you and for all of the listeners. We are, we're our goal. We've said this many times before, but we have an incredible team from the Exactly Right that's helping us with this project, and they're like, we're getting on a call with them later this evening so we can officially launch. But our beauty directory is very close to being launched. Our goal is to find all the baddies. In, the in world, all the states. Starting with the United States. Um, so we can direct you to them. Can I say real fast one thing? Take it slow if you want. So, that's me talking fast. <laughs> so, I, and I've said this to other people in the past, because I don't know if we'll necessarily have someone from Charlotte, North Carolina in this directory in the time span that you need. Fair. But because we both love PCA products and PCA certified estheticians have extensive training in their line. True. And their facials are all PCA mostly. Mm-hmm. I would search on Google for a PCA esthetician in on Charlotte. PCA.com, if it ex- they have they have a directory there. So yeah. you can even go there. So in the meantime, yeah. that's what I think that's you should point. do because mm-hmm. um you can find somebody. Quickly. I trust that that person likely knows what they're doing. It's a good starting point. You can start there, then read the Yelp reviews, then like cross. You check know, out their Instagram check if out they have Instagram, one, all, all of that. Yeah, but I think but that's a good, good kind point. of intro yes. way. Do you want to answer what timeline to start them? No, you started. Just talked a bunch the last time. Really? I like when you talk. Okay, fine. I'll talk. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't take much to get me to talk. Um, okay, we talked about like a good six-month timeline. Yes. If you can do a year, even better. It's past mm-hmm. a year mark for you. Also, if you don't have... If you already have your hair and makeup people then six months for skin. If you don't have your hair and makeup people, bitch, now, right now, you got to start. You got to find those people first, I would say, and then six months for skin. Yeah. And what I would do, and of course this depends on like the time you have, the money you have, but I would get at least three facials leading up to your wedding. Even if you wanted to do like one in the fall and then like two more, kind of like those two months leading up to your wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, Like one as a tester. Do I even like this bitch? Okay, I trust you. Let's do two more to get me, like, pumped. The second one, I would imagine, would be some sort of peel. The third one, I would imagine, is some sort of, like, you know, rejuvenation situation. Maybe a hydrofacial, like you mentioned, or something, like, yeah. leading up, like, right before, so that you're nice and plump and juicy and hydrated Totally. And Obviously, the ideal situation is you can go once a month for six months. So if you could do that, do it. Girl. Um, yes. But I think at the very least, yes. the three is a good number. Yes. Um, I and always, also, that gives, sorry to cut you off, no, but that fine. gives you three months to find somebody good. Because exactly. you, you really, to go for a facial more than once a month, you're probably going to start to fuck up your um, barrier function because it's just too much, it's just too aggressive. Yeah. So that at least gives you three months to find somebody that you like, so one facial a month, and then three months to stick with that person uh, leading up to your wedding. So that's a great timeline, Yes. Alex. I also think, like, if you are someone who doesn't already get regular facials, please don't wait until the week of your oh your God. wedding. Never. And Never decide to get a facial. I get a facial have people reaching Sorry. out not often but every now and then and i just say no Mm-mm. because i've never touched your skin before and i'm not about to like Ruin what if day, you had girl. what if you had an allergic reaction to something you didn't know you were allergic to the week of your wedding you know so that's why You're it's important to at least girl. get a few Mm-mm. at least 
at least two, but I say three. Because here's be the safe. thing is if you're going to go to an esthetician, any esthetician that is great is going to care. She cares that you look great on your wedding. And no esthetician wants to fuck up your face on your wedding, girl. No, no. No esthetician is going to, I don't think that's worth her weight in gold salts. What is she worth her weight? Whatever. Yeah. The week of wants to touch <laughs> yeah. your skin for the first time. And if she does, it's going to be like honey and fucking pumice powder. And that's it, girl. She's not going to do anything too aggressive because she don't know yeah. you. You don't so want to do that. Peel. But, but hope, you're a smart girl. You're not. Yeah, you know that. what's you up. You know what's up. Yeah. But I hope that that helps. I hope that maybe we could even get someone from Charlotte on the directory in the time yeah, span that you If you're from need. Charlotte, we're, holla at your girls. If you're from Charlotte, DM us, write us. Some people have been writing in to, the, to say, hi, I'm an yeah. esthetician from so-and-so for the directory, which is great. So, guys, keep that up. That's and don't fantastic. worry, we're going to do our research on anyone who's submitted. So we're not yes. just going to, like, put any old esthetician Mm-mm. on there. Mm-mm. We'll make sure they pass the Alex and Elizabeth test. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we respect all estheticians out there, but everyone's, you know, people level. Are of, We're not going to send you to some KKK cookie. member that, like, surprise, right? Has, Dead. like, a Confederate flag or some shit. I mean, that is a thing. And That's also, thing, someone, who has enough ex- someone, someone who has enough experience. Yes, exactly. You know? That we trust um, that they know what they're doing. Haley, yes. I'm so excited for you. Congratulations. For your that was the first thing I wanted to say. Congratulations, girl. You made it through COVID. You guys survived. You survived as a couple. That's huge. You yeah. know, that wasn't easy. <gasps> you did it. You still want to get married. And you still want to get married. Hopefully, girl. you sent us this in May. I know. I hope it's still good. <laughs> I think it's all right, though. <laughs> it's a stressful time, but your wedding's yeah. going to be so much fun. Yes. Let us know um, how it goes. Thanks for asking that question. Loved it. You're the best. Yeah. That's okay. So, we have another question. This is going to be for Elizabeth to answer. Me. Yeah, because I don't do lash extensions, so you I don't know do lash shit lifts, about though. them. Maybe you can talk about it. Nah, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> this is Elizabeth being like, I'm sorry, I'm talking too much. Meanwhile, I like it because I like hearing what she has to say. Uh, I like to talk. It's not good. We both do. Um, <laughs> this is from Maggie. Hey, girl. She says, I'm thinking about getting eyelash extensions for the events leading up to my wedding through my honeymoon. Okay. I've never had them before, and I'm nervous because I've heard they can make your eyelashes fall out. Mm-hmm. Is this true? What should I know before getting them, and how do you properly take care of them? Ooh, these are great I don't know questions. any of this, so I'm curious. Okay, so Maggie, girl, what up? Congratulations. You're going to look gorgeous regardless. So I think some things with lash extensions. One is... Speaking specifically from a New York City point of view, I can't speak for any other cities or uh, states, but we are in a situation right now where we, like, I'm not taking new lash clients right now because we're so fucking busy because we just came out of the pandemic. It's Hot Girl Summer 21. We have our clients that were coming to us through the pandemic, and we have everybody else who was just like, bitch, I got to get fucked, or just, I haven't done anything in a year, and I need these things. So, like, we are not taking new lash clients, and I have so many girls reaching out to me because a lot of studios right now are in the situation. They're just overrun. Lashes take a long time. So prepare yourself for that. With that being said, get on a wait list, if that's the case, um, after I tell you all these other things. So that's number one, is know that there it's a possibility that there might be a wait list or that you have to really search to find somebody in this time right now, summer 2021. Number two, lashes are so popular right now and there's so so many different types of lashes so kind of like what we were talking about with plastic surgery you and your lash tech need to be on the same page there are lashes that look so natural that you can't even tell that that they're wearing lash extensions there's lashes that look like you've got the black fork coming out the side of your (laughs) (laughs) what what was that that meme that meme that's so good 
Like, they just look so absurdly fake. And you need to find what look works best for you. Also, with lashes, everybody's eye is different. There are some people who have hooded eyes. There's some people who have downturned eyes. There's people who have upturned eyes. There's people who have almond-shaped eyes. There are people who have, uh, you know, wider-shaped eyes. And you just want to go to somebody who knows all of this and who can work with different eye shapes because... Even, like, as somebody who's been doing lashes for a long time, there's times where, like, I don't get it right. Specifically, like, you didn't say what your ethnicity is, but, like, Asian clients have a very difficult eye to be able to get right just because they have so many different eye shapes that just aren't the same as, like, Western, Western standards or what have you. So it takes a lot of time to be able to master a lot of different Asian eyes. I've taken so many different classes so that... I, if an Asian eye comes in, I'm not nervous, but I don't always get it right. Like, I've got a girl, <laughs> she knows who she is, she's a listener, that I was like, girl, I fucked this up. You need to come back in because I didn't do the right pattern. So I would say Instagram is a great place to start because it's visual, it's aesthetic. You can see all of the different people that the person has worked on. You can see all the different styles that they have. Also, with Instagram, especially with lashes, a lot of lash people just put, like, one eye all across their grid. Girl, sometimes I'm like, that they is just terrifying. Choose the better, they just choose the no, better. No, you see me. I'll eyes. sometimes send you things and be like, don't ever let me do this. Like, it just looks so crazy. It just looks so fucking crazy. So it's like easy to, I think, immediately see if somebody is like the lash tech for you. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not a whole fashion editorial. It's just one eye. <laughs> you can see, are there like a million peacock Weird. lashes coming off there? Or like, oh my God, is this natural or is this fake? Which is what I always try to do. I Even if somebody wants to, if somebody comes in like, I want something very dramatic, I will always stick to, I want somebody to look at you and say, is that real? Then, oh, that's real. I want them to at least question it. I want it to be so goddamn real looking that they have to question if a lash that's out to here is real or not. And I think that that's probably what most people want is like some semblance of natural. If you're listening to this and you're like, bitch, that's not me. That's fine. <laughs> you can also see that all over Instagram. Also, if for whatever reason you can't find a lash tech, there's so many different brands that have like the strip lashes. So many, I think that probably every makeup artist at, at this point knows how to put on a strip lash mm -hmm. also. So if you can't, for whatever, like for all the reasons that I just said, find a lash tech that can like fit you in, find a great makeup artist. They all have so many different lash types. Yeah. And, or at least and they can teach you, you yes. so that like for your honeymoon, obviously, they, yes. you want to have a makeup artist there, you can do it yourself. Totally. They're inexpensive. They're great. Anytime I, I don't really wear eye makeup on the daily ever. And when I go to an event, I don't want to be bothered either. So I just wear strip lash. Yeah. And it looks great. It makes me look look like I put an effort. Yeah. I would. I mean, I wouldn't do that, the, again, not the week of your wedding. Yeah, you better be figuring this out I now. Try that out. Yeah, exactly. Right now. <laughs> but also with that being said, what not to look for? You don't want to go cheap. For lashes, in my opinion, again, we live in New York City. I know different cities. There's different standards. If somebody is charging less than $125 for lash extensions, I would say pass. I don't think that they are experienced enough because if you're experienced enough, you know not to charge any less than that because it's your time. They might be using very cheap materials, which is why they can make it that price. They might be doing cluster lashes, which if you go to like a threading salon and it says like lash extensions, usually they're using clusters, which are not individual lash extensions. It's like when it's a th like, you know, three lashes and they put it on your actual eyelid, which looks fine, but I don't think that that's the look that most people think that they're going to get. Most people think they're going to get an Instagram look when they yeah. see that. So do your research. I think the price range is going to be at least $125. 
I think that on average is probably going to be about 150 for a full set. Um, if that's a little bit out of your price range, I wouldn't go cheaper. I would figure out how to use a strip lash. How, I would, how I would often start... do you have to get them filled? You have to get them filled like every two weeks. So if this is something that you want to do strictly for your events, I would say to go in the week of your event, always. Like if this, if your event is on a Friday, go in on a Wednesday and get them done. And then let them fall out if you want. And then like if you have another event the next month, go back in if you don't want to um, keep up with fills. But the next time you go back in, don't book a two-week fill. Book a classic. Book a full set. And at least they'll know what to expect. So if you go back in, you've got like 50% of your lashes, 30% of your lashes. Yeah, because what constitutes a fill? So a fill generally is going to be, for me, it's a, if you have at least... <laughs> I have all these questions. I know, I love it. At least 30% of your lashes left. I think that on average is probably 50%. But the okay. reality is every two weeks, unless you're getting volume, every two weeks you're probably going to lose more than 50% of your lashes. Okay. And so any Wait, more... of the false lashes. Of the false lashes, oh, okay. not of the natural lashes. Oh, yeah, because she was asking if it makes your lashes fall out. If you, go to, if you go to somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, yes. And that's why I'm saying what the price range should be. That's why I'm saying what not to do, like all the signs for somebody who doesn't necessarily know what they're doing. And maybe they're just getting started, which there's nothing wrong with that. When I first started, I was charging like $75 a set, but I was charging $75 a set because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And so it was like, you better know that if you're paying this, it's not going to be great, but I need the practice. So that's what I'm saying is like at $150, you are at a, you're at a place in your career that like you know what you're doing. You're good tech, lash tech. You're not going to, you know, have lashes stick together. You're not going to be hopefully so speedy that you're trying to get people in and out within an hour, which is really... A lash, that's another thing I guess I should say, is a full lash set should take at least two hours, if not longer. Classic lashes, for sure. At the least, an hour and a half. And an hour and a half, I don't even really trust. I would say two hours minimum. So that's another thing. If somebody's saying in and out in 30 minutes, girl, that's probably not the girl for you. She also asked, how do you properly take care of lash extensions? How do you properly take care of lash extensions? So you want to not get them wet for 24 hours. It takes that long for the adhesive to cure. The reason that we call the lash glue an adhesive is because it isn't an actual glue and that it just dries. It cures slowly by slowly absorbing the humidity that's within the room. And that's what makes it flexible. That's what makes it so that you mm. can wash them so that you can they last for four to eight weeks. N not eight weeks, girls. They're not going to last you for eight weeks. Let's say for three to six weeks is because it's an adhesive, so it's flexible. And so it takes 24 hours for the adhesive to cure, so you can't get them wet for 24 hours. If you get them wet before that, then it will dry too fast, and it'll crack, and they'll just break off. You want to stay away from oil-based products. Oils begin to break down the adhesive faster. So if you're just doing them for an event, like I always say to women, if you're just doing this for your wedding, bitch, put on the mascara. Who cares? You're just doing this for this one day. You don't care if they all fall out the next day. You're doing this like for this one day. But also, you just invested your time. You just invested your money. Mm. I would treat it like an investment if I was you, girl. If I'm getting a full set of volume lashes, that's like two to four hundred dollars. Two to four hundred dollars, girl. I'm treating that shit like an investment. I'm taking care of it. I'm going around my eyes with oil-free makeup remover, like with my cellular water. Not hydrating my cellular water. Hydrating my cellular water has petroleum oil, which is going to break down the adhesive. I'm me. Per oh, here's another thing I should say: is we use mascara to clump our lashes together to make them to give the appearance of them being false when we do individual eyelash extensions we're adding an extension on top of each of your individual lashes to separate them and make them appear fuller so by using mascara you're actually reversing what we just did and ruining your lashes 
I tell girls this all the time and they don't listen to me and they want to put on mascara anyway. So that's why I said the mascara thing at the beginning. But the reality is that it kind of, it's it's counterintuitive. Like you're going against what you just did. We just spent hours separating pitch one by one. Do you know what it's like to split hairs? I know you don't. I do. Splitting hairs to put an extension on each one of your lashes to separate them, to make them look gorgeous. The two minutes that you take to put mascara through ruins the three hours that we just took to make these beautiful. So in my opinion, don't use mascara. If you are, because y'all don't want to listen to nobody but yourself, and that's fine, I'm, I'm you. I don't listen to nobody but myself. Just put it on the tips. She doesn't. When she tells me I'm right, I'm like, that is... You know what I mean? She's the only one. She's one of the few that tells <laughs> right. Just put it through the tips. Don't run it from the base of your lash all the way through. Just add it to the tips. So then at least the base... Just the tip. Just the tip, girls. Later when he says just the tip, don't believe him. That's how you get pregnant on your honeymoon. <laughs> Okay. okay, that is a that's just like some advice. That's just life advice, girls. <laughs> that's just auntie advice. Um, Maggie, thanks for asking that question. I, I hope that I answered all. I of them. learned a lot from that all was a of lot that. of talking. Oh, I don't lift. have the attention. Span. Okay, so lash lift. That's the last thing. Is that if you for whatever reason can't get in for a lash extension, a lash lift is awesome and it'll change your life. It is. I don't know that I'd recommend it for a wedding because I don't think it's dramatic enough for photos. Well, okay. But I think for a honeymoon. But so, too, is some great. people, some girls aren't makeup girls. Some girls like That's have true. Ne- and some girls come in for extensions. They've never put mascara on in their life, and I'm like, what are you doing here? You're not going to look like yourself for your wedding. You're going to be upset. Yeah. So if, if you want something you, natural, do a lash lift. It's yes. a keratin lift. Think about almost like a perm that you do for your hair, except it's for your lashes to lift them and give mm-hmm. them a little curl. And we tint them too. And it lasts about six weeks. It can last longer if you really take care of it. And you kind of take care of it in the same way where, I mean, it's your natural lashes, but you don't want to break down that solution that's used. So no, no oils. Um, you don't get them wet for like 48, 24 to 48 hours after you get it done. And um, it looks great. It makes you look wide-eyed. Wide and, awake. Oh, yeah. I never understood a lash lift until I got it done because I was like, I've got curly lashes, whatever. No, it makes a huge – it looks so beautiful. It's really nice. It makes everybody look more – their eyes more open, more awake. It's mm-hmm. really beautiful. Remember I said I never wear eye makeup? I like getting lash lifts, yeah. though. And, okay, so here's the secret trick if you've got the time. If you've got the time to get a little, like, Latisse or some kind of, like, lash growth serum, mm-hmm. and then you go and get a lash lift, oh, my God, bitch, you're going to be banging. Bam. You're going to be banging. So nice. Bam. So, so nice. It's true. So nice. We just answered a question you didn't even ask. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Thanks, guys. Uh, guys, that's it. That's it. Um, Hope that you liked our answers. I know. I mean, that isn't it. Keep sending us your letters. Yeah. It's never it. And that's the great thing about the podcast is as long as you keep sending us in your questions, we'll keep answering them. Also, I'm so weird. I'm like, hope you liked our answers. Yeah. Even if you didn't like them, there they are. (laughs) (laughs) Not much you can do about it. (laughs) That's that. That's that. Maybe that's what that person means. Like, I do weird accents like that. Like, what was that? No, I think it's it's 100% anti-Elizabeth Taylor accent. (laughs) (laughs) What if you started talking in, like, whatever accent, like, the Elizabeth Taylor used to talk in? I just went through the ring. Oh, my God. What if I was a cat, cat on a hot tin roof? I just other, always had, like, a southern accent. Oh, my, my, my. <laughs> I just always talk like this. Oh, oh you're cute. rosacea. <laughs> it's not cute. I hate it. It makes rosacea sound like a nicer sounding rosacea? word. Rosacea? No. Who's Because, that of bitch? course, for all these skin conditions, the names are just, like, I don't know. Like, rosacea, eczema. Like, could we have 
name them something else. Yeah. Maybe that's the next thing we'll work on. Renaming. <laughs> We're gonna go to like the Skincare Association of America and be like, we demand <laughs> petition. <laughs> we demand nicer names for I skin like conditions. This. I love this. If we, we've got that, you look. Everybody's gotta have a dude. Rock it's to like stand when I on. had a boil. <laughs> <laughs> it goes, comes back to that. It does. You're just like, I don't deserve this nasty, terrible name. It should no. be called a patina. <laughs> patina? I got you, girl. How nice is it that? It does sound Gorgeous. nice. I'll be like, yeah, I have a patina on How my labia. How do you get one? Oh, my God. I oh, you a want a patina? I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> Go in the nasty-ass Atlantic Ocean. Don't shower. Have sex. <laughs> oh, my God. I heard All that's like the hottest combined. rage. A patina. You can only get it in the Atlantic Ocean. Gotta the be Atlantic, in New York, baby. At Rockaway Beach in New York. <laughs> It's where there's exclusive. Dorito bags floating next to you while you're in the water. <laughs> okay. Oh, so oh my God. It's not even funny. I always make sure to clean up the beach when I'm there. Also, wash your vagina. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get a batinia. Guys, don't forget about the baddie beauty directory. So I'm re- we're so excited about it, honestly. I know we keep singing and dancing about it. Y'all have heard about it for fucking weeks. You're probably like, God damn, finally, finally. Yeah, They're not happening. liars. We, we appreciate it. About it. So hit us up on the gram. At True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. At True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. <laughs> um, you can also email us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. But don't email us for the directory. The directory yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's yes, for listeners. That's letters. no problem. The directory is specifically um, through email. So you guys got to follow us. Oh, my God. You see that? We're making you follow us. You guys got to follow us on the gram. You meant specifically through Instagram. <sighs> through Instagram. Where did I say? You said email. Again? I'm fucking up? I'm fucking up. <sighs> you guys got to follow us on the gram. At True Beauty Brooklyn also, Podcast. I have to be that person who's like, you said it wrong. <laughs> we're trying to be very specific so that you guys can get these fucking instructions down. Only on the ground. We're old ladies with internet things, so I feel like this is how I need things. To explain I, know, I love it. Um, in our link tree, there is going to be a baddie beauty guide. You guys can click right on there and fig- figure out, fill out the form. <laughs> we really just need some basic information. We need, obviously, the name of the salon. If you've got the person's name, that's dope, too. If you can send us their Instagram handle that's pretty important for us to find and recommend to somebody else and that's pretty much it just be shouting out your homies your favorite brow baddies your favorite skincare goddesses all the people that help to make you gorgeous um really anybody right now we're just starting with brows and skincare to keep things easy right now we're just starting with North America soon we're going to open it up to all the beauty goddesses and all the world yes um, I'm also so interested because now when I travel I don't know. I want yes, to go, like, so try go to these places. different beauty experts, especially in other countries. That will be I really know, exciting. I know. I know that we said that this is the dream, but I'm not going to lie. My bigger dream is to be able to, like, go to spas for a living and tell you guys all about them. And visit. You guys are going to make our dreams come true. That's what we're trying to say to you. You're going to make our dreams come true in so many yeah. different ways. We love you for it. <gasps> With that said, if anyone, I'm going to be in L.A. soon, and I really do want to have a little spa day. Ooh. Not necessarily for facials, but I'd like to do, like, a massage, a body wrap. Yes. If anyone has recommendations. I mean, L.A. is fucking huge. But let a bitch know. But, like, either in Malibu or in um, Ooh, like she Silver fancy. Lake. God, she's fancy. I mean, I'm sure in Malibu I won't be able to afford she's it. She's also a hipster, Silver Lake. Silver Lake. That's where our <laughs> friend lives that we're staying with part of the time. But yeah, um, let yeah a bitch DM know. us. I'm going to be in San know. Francisco, so let me know, too. Let a bitch know. Um, yeah, I guess like some body wraps maybe. That could be nice. A nice massage. detoxifying body wrap. Yeah, anything, anything. Let us know. Even if I pass by and be like, oh my God, girl, you guys shouted out on the podcast. <laughs> like, just let us know. Just go in and say hi and take selfies <laughs> Exactly, together. that's it. Um, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. 
That's it. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. This has been a COCBK production. Produced by us, Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro. Our engineer is Bart Tripoli. Our theme music composer is Zebra Sonic. Our artwork is by Garrett Ross. Our photos, hair, and makeup are by Sabrina and Joe Holdsworth. If you're an advertiser interested in advertising on our show, go to midroll.com slash ads. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.